Welcome to the Hemp Entrepreneur Podcast. We tell the stories of the pioneers and innovators building businesses in hemp across the U.S. And that was kind of the precursor for me dipping my head down these different rabbit holes to explore the cannabis plant in, in its entirety. High impact sports can be brutal on the body. Injuries, concussions, and pain. So we're excited to talk with Riley Cote, a former professional hockey player for the Philadelphia Flyers and known as an enforcer on the ice. Since retiring, he's used his name to educate and bring attention to the benefits of hemp and cannabis for athletes in professional sports. And in the last year, he's launched Body Check Wellness, a company that's built on the belief that the road to recovery begins with natural solutions. And I'm co-host Cameron McIntosh, and this is the Hemp Entrepreneur Podcast. So for our listeners that don't know who you are, can you just give us a little background on your career with the Philadelphia Flyers and how you discovered hemp? Sure. Yeah, my name is Riley Cote. Uh, My background is in professional hockey. Retired in 2010 and uh, got into coaching professional hockey, but I also got into the hemp space, uh, mainly in advocacy and education at the time, and then it eventually evolved into business. So, And what was the, the impetus behind getting into the hemp space? Well, it landed up being, you know, my experience with, with sports and inflicting, you know, pain and inflammation and, and fighting and, and, the, and the whole gamut. Uh, you know, when I retired, I had a laundry list of physical injuries as well as some collateral damage from the fighting and, you know, concussion stuff. So I was kind of forced into a corner to make some change. You know, I needed to, to change something or I was going to continue to get the same results, you know, mentally and physically and spiritually. So I kind of went on this journey to, to discover a better way of living, you know, starting with nutrition, got introduced to the nutritional profile of the hemp seed. Like I said, like that just kind of piqued my interest, started learning about these non-intoxicating cannabinoids that weren't really discussed previously before 2010 a whole lot to the general public, you know, CBD specifically. And then just kind of really started dialing in and seeing seeing that I had an opportunity to use my sports platform. I'd been doing a lot of charity work for different disease states like MS. My sister has MS. And that was like, you know dear to my heart. I just needed to stand behind something real. And that was kind of what really propelled me into the space um, headfirst. Were there any medications, Riley, that you were on that you found um, you were able to get off of with um, hemp or, or cannabis? Um, I, I guess when I retired, I, I just realized that I could, I could do without all that crap. And my last two surgeries, just cannabis. Wow. No, no pharmaceuticals. Uh, it was a nose surgery and a, and a finger surgery. And that was in 2010. And I haven't touched a pharmaceutical since. So um, it, it's replaced virtually the whole gamut of, um, of pills for each symptom. You know, again, for the, when we talk about the recovery process, whether it's in sports or in real life, it's just, it's just managing pain, stress, um, inflammation, anxiety, and sleep. And I think cannabis and, 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 and hemp-derived CBD products have the ability to assist with this. You know, cannabis is a tool. Hemp is a tool, but it's not the only one. And it's not the silver bullet cure-all either. I think that's kind of uh, just understanding that, yes, it's going to help increase quality of life and general well-being, depending on what you're dealing with. Disease states, you know, a little bit, the disease state stuff is a little bit different than, you know, my messaging on the recovery side of things. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, it's about increased quality of life. But as long as people understand that there's there's more to wellness than just cannabis and hemp, they that this is a valuable tool, a valuable plant, but, you know, we need to do we need to do more in conjunction with other elements of well-being so um 
you know, it's it's been an interesting ride for sure. What kind of reactions have you gotten from friends and family or even, you know, other professional athletes um, when you tell them this stuff? I've gotten unbelievable support um, from everybody. You know, I think what I realized is it takes balls to step out and, and put yourself out there and, and talk about real life things, especially when it's still, you know, quasi taboo in professional sports, very conservative minds, old school, especially hockey, you know, coming from a, you know, a, a culture of beer drinkers and, and a lot of alcoholism, you know what I mean? So cannabis is kind of like, uh, you know, taboo to, to a lot of these guys, but but nonetheless, once you speak in a proper way and educate these guys in a, in a fashion that's real and you tell them a story that's very real, they connect with it. And I've introduced, you know, CBD products and, you know, and the medical cannabis program to the, the Flyers alumni. And I got unbelievable response from them, you know, giving these guys samples. These guys slept better. Arthritis was better. You know, a lot of these guys suffer from, you know, addiction issues. So whether you're working a nine to five or you're an athlete, you have to wake up in the morning. You have to, you have to perform. Um, and, and typically, people don't sleep, and then they, they wake up in the morning and chase the dragon with stimulants, caffeine, and, and refined carbohydrates to stimulate the body just to just to get going. And I think over time, you're going to see more people leaning on cannabinoids versus opioids. People leaning on cannabis more than than alcohol, and and, and just overnight public health gets better. So can you tell us how this led to Athletes for Care and the Hemp Kills Foundation? Yeah. So when I retired in 2010, I just started studying um, natural healing, Eastern medicine, a little bit of Ayurvedic medicine, started getting into yoga, and then again, nutritional healing, getting back the nutritional profile of the hemp seed. But that's when I really started to see you know where I stand in this in, in this whole thing, and that's when I started the, the Hemp Heals Foundation. So that was back we started applying for in 2010. 2011 was when it got approved, and Hemp Peels Foundation's real main event is the Hemp Peels Fe- uh, Music Festival, which we're going on to our eighth year here now. So I think the common man can connect much easier to the, the to the athlete and the experience of the athlete. Um, it's been it's been amazing, really, telling you the truth, to see how how much of an impact, how much influence the, the sports world does have on public perception when it comes to taboo, um, things like cannabis and, and healing with him. Just to kind of summarize what you said then, so Athletes for Care was kind of leveraging your position um, to get the message out. And then Hemp Heals is sort of the next level that you wanted to take it to kind of, you know, illuminating all of the other possibilities with cannabis and industrial hemp. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I realized, you know, back in 2010, I might have been a little bit early, you know, pushed the whole plant for people to wrap their head around it. So what I've learned is once the, you know, the CBD topic started kind of flowing around about 2013 and like the the CNN special with the, you know, the Stanley Brothers and and Dr. Sanjay Gupta came out in 2014, I realized there was this... um, you know, this portion of the hemp plant, obviously the CBD element of these non-intoxicating cannabinoids, I realized that that would be the the entry point for people to understand hemp um, a little bit easier, right? So if, if they can help themselves right here and now, you know, public health um, with, with something tangible, maybe they can, you know, maybe they can understand the bigger picture of hemp. So I kind of went backwards with it. And now I'm going back, you know, more onto the hemp peel side. So I think it, it served this purpose you know, for my, for my music festival and generating awareness in the Pennsylvania area. But then like, you know, nationally, internationally, the messaging, okay, well, everyone is really hurting and in need of a solution. So focusing more of my time on 
really pushing that element through the CBD and the non-intoxicating cannabinoids through hemp. Um, and then I, I just I just realized people have the, the ability to kind of connect and understand the plant on a different level once they realize that element. Then you can introduce the food element. Then you can introduce the the building and textile element and the bio fuel and you know just keep just keep adding layers to it with the hemp bill passing and you know the, the ability for farmers to scale their their production to more more of the industrial applications now so now the conversation is more real on those other elements the processing for fiber and the processing for you know herd and and plastics and the whole bit so you know everything that we create why not doing that in a, in a sustainable fashion without the chemicals, without the heavy metals and the, and again, affect public health indirectly as well. So do you have anyone helping you Riley or is it just you? No, I got a really, really awesome team with athletes for care. We were really able to scale it. Um, um, so we have over a hundred members of, of just athletes. And then within like the, the, you know, the administrative side of things, we have about seven, Seven or so people really banging things home um, daily. Um, athletes or uh, the hemp heels. I'm in the middle of uh, working out a deal with a, a local company here to help scale that and build a, a bigger team around that because I feel like the hemp heels mission now ha- has the ability to kind of evolve into something bigger than what it was. So when I first got into it, it was really about, there, there was no, there was no hemp legislation in can in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania. There was no medical cannabis program in Pennsylvania. So it was really just hundred percent, like, just like waving the flag, like here's, here's hemp, here's cannabis. So obviously the mission statement had to evolve. And that's kind of where I'm at with that is, you know, now, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, helping subsidize some of these CBD products for, whether it's veterans or disease state people, uh, you know, you know we, can, we will have an application process for that and just getting into helping farmers grow hemp, you know, learning, you know, the ins and outs of the industry. So, you know, having more of a focus, direct mission now since, since like the front end of it's cleared up now, we have legislation, we have, a, you know, a federal farm bill. And now we have the infrastructure to actually re- really educate people here properly now instead of just like, you know, planting the seed back then where it's like, okay, this is a great idea. It's great to talk about these things, but we can't do it. And, and, and now we can talk about these things and now we can do it. Now we can show all the faces of cannabis and hemp and really empower people to, to incorporate hemp and cannabis into their, into their worlds or their skill, skill sets or whatever, you know, wherever they're coming from. I, I think, um, they sh- you know, especially the younger generation, be, be, be really kind of focusing on the innovation of, these, of this plant and how it can you know, enhance their product line or enhance whatever their business set is and, and just, you know, really lean on this natural resource versus the synthetic world we've kind of been accustomed to. Can you offer a story or an anecdote of, you know, someone who has had a positive effect from Athletes for Care or Hemp Hills Foundation? Uh, yeah, there's, there's so many of them. I, I guess I guess one of them that sticks out to me was um, uh, uh, UFC. He's actually a UFC Hall of Famer, Boss Rutten. So he was straight edge his whole career, um, never touched cannabis. Um, you know, he, you know, he was one of the, you know, the mindset of it was, it was, you know, illicit drug, just like the rest of them. So, Hey, we respect that. Uh, but he, he got swallowed up by the opioid crisis. He, he, he started managing his pain towards the end of his career with opioids and his, you know, his, his performance dropped and everything. But then he got on CBD and, and it was like, it was just like almost overnight that his, his quality of life increased. General well-being increased. He was able to, you know, ditch the opioids and manage 
not just the pain uh, with with CBD oil and his, his anxiety and sleep too. He realized his whole dimension, whole dimension of uh, of healing, which he'd been totally, you know, totally oblivious to. So Boss is now, you know, very well spoken on cannabis. Speaks publicly, you know, regularly now. But you know, we getting him out of, you know, getting him out of that that world of destruction and then bringing him not just the healing mechanism, but then again, like now he has a platform to tell his story, you know, which is, which is powerful. Frank Shamrock, another UFC fighter. He has a different story where he was, he was introduced to cannabis um, at a very young age from his master. So he'd always been mindfully using cannabis, you know, throughout his UFC career, which is like unheard of, you know, back then where most guys, you know, didn't discover it until a little bit later in their careers. But you know, this guy is like speaking publicly all the time now. We plug him in as much as we can. He's very well versed, got an unbelievable story, and, he, and he's a very well known athlete. Um, and then another guy, um, Jamie Brown, is an NFL, ex NFL player, big dude in in uh, in Baltimore area, and and he's kind of more the the example of uh, of just giving this guy opportunity. We we got him in, onto a, a panel at this Cannabis Learn conference last year in Philadelphia. It was his first time pe- speaking publicly about his relationship with cannabis um, and, and speaking about how it's impacted not only his life, but, you know, certain family members. And now he's on the speaking circuit. Now now he's like all over the place speaking, uh, plugging in. And, you know, he, he's so thankful for this opportunity to, to again, is just, just kind of propel him and find him an, a new purpose and, and give him the platform to speak. Because, you know, I think that's probably what we do the best is like we give guys an opportunity to to tell their story publicly. Can you describe an instance where that happened? We got in front of the uh, original six NHL alumni association. Um, it was before Christmas. I think it was November. So there was about 45 heads of these old old school guys, man. You're talking like, again, 65 plus. Most of these guys had not heard of a cannabinoid. But after I spoke, and that's part of what we do, is just kind of plant the seeds, you know? So at least plant the seeds. You at least educate them and, then like, you know, give them the resources and they can do what they want with it. You know, it's not going to change everybody overnight anyways. But one guy comes up to me after. His name is Steve Ludzik. He, I think he played, like, 10 years in the NHL. He coached, the head coach in the NHL. Come up to me after and he's like, if I would have known this was about cannabis, I wouldn't have come. But I am so thankful I, I did. He's like, I, I've been suffering with Parkinson's for the last 10 years, and I've been using cannabis for the last year. My wife kind of whips up these oils for me and blah, blah, blah. And it's and it's just like dramatically changed my life. But he's like, seeing you up there talk about it just wants me, it just makes me want to go out and tell my story and, and educate the masses specific to his charity um, on Parkinson's disease state stuff. So that day, he did a, a national interview with CTV in Canada, um, and and now he's speaking publicly on. Now he's kind of like the face of this new the new the new study with canopy growth and the NHL Alumni Association. He's really, um, you know, educating so stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just it's just empowering people. You know, and that's what it's all about. Not too long ago, you started Body Check Wellness. Can you tell us a little bit about that? We launched it uh, last year. It's called Body Check Wellness. B O D Y C H E K Wellness. Me being a banger in hockey and a grinder and fighter, it just seemed to make sense. It is a play on words, you know, be mindful of your body and whatever, you know, keep it in check the whole bit. So it's uh, it's been awesome. We came out with a, a six blend mushroom and CBD capsule. So, you know, CBD on its own is obviously powerful. It's, it's good for inflammation, pain, anxiety, sleep. But we really want to kind of like target the brain and the and immunity. So we we, we in, introduced um, um, six different mushrooms. I don't know if you guys are familiar at all, but, uh, you know, cordyceps, lion's mane, turkey tail, agaricon, reishi, chaga, 
all good for uh, you know, brain health, immunity, and, and you know the, the whole bit. It's all organically grown. We do take pride in in the essential oils we put into our products and, and the carrier oils, all organic. Uh, but, you know, we want to stay progressive. The mushroom game to me is the next big thing. Um, it, it's already, you know, the therapeutic and, and, and medicinal mushrooms, the legal ones are already have their place. I think they're still misunderstood. Are you using a full spectrum oil? Uh, 98% of our products are full spectrum and we do carry two isolate products just for people that, um, you know, worry about drug tests and, uh, are, are, are just still fear, fearing the THC molecule. So, you know, the, the other minor cannabinoids and the terpenes and the flavonoids, and all those things do matter when it comes to health. So to just abandon all those and just lean on one compound seems a little bit foolish. It's like taking a vitamin C tablet instead of eating the orange every day. You know, it's like, well, why don't we eat the whole damn orange instead of getting our vitamin C that way? So are you doing any third party testing with, with your products? We test five times until until the product is actually produced from the soil, um, you know. And, and once it leaves, once it's we, we test throughout the, the whole growth, and then once it's harvested, it, uh, tested, and then it's third party tested. So uh, we we we've been, we we've been really lucky. We joint ventured with a PhD biochemist out of Boulder, Colorado. Um, he's an you know, organic hemp farmer, and uh, you know, looking at other adaptogens ashwagandha and and some of these other you know things that most people don't even don't even understand or know of you know and then getting into the minor cannabinoids as well you know i I think the way to separate yourself from the pack is going more the proprietary blend you know you know introducing other minor cannabinoids and you know you know targeting say brain health with cbg and and say just specifically a lion's mane mushroom formulation or something, you know what I mean? So that's kind of the, the next step is, is is to formulate along the lines with not just CBD, but, uh, you know, introducing these other, these other cannabinoids. So. And where are you sourcing uh, most of your raw material? All of our hemp comes from Boulder. So we, we partnered up with the farm. We basically gobble up all the biomass and, and, and formulate right in Boulder. Everything is from seed to sale for the same people. So um, everything, um, the, the mushrooms, we not, we're not growing ourselves uh, yet. Um, and then in the other carrier oils and everything, we're just sourcing organically through local companies. Uh, but the, the hemp is uh, is under our, you know, under our finger pulse and, and, and really wanted to obviously starting with the proper ingredients. I mean, it's the hemp itself is, uh, is, the, is the most important. So we, we know that the hemp is grown on organic soil. It's never been grown anything else besides that. You know, we have uh, glacier water feeding feeding our, our plants and the whole bit. So we got a really nice setup there. So has Body Check started turning a profit for you? We, we have. And uh, honestly, since we started the second line of products here in, in January, we got a, a ton of momentum. We changed a few things around with our, we changed just a couple of things. And we got, uh, we just signed a deal with uh, Ray Lewis and his group Legends Access and a couple of telemed uh, online doc uh, uh, groups. So just in the last two months, we've been really, really, really picking up, and then probably by by June we'll be we'll have a couple more lined up. So it's it's really, really increased in the last two months. We had, we did more we did more sales in the last uh, in the last month, say the last month than we well, say the last two months than we did the, the previous six months before that. Wow. And it's just I think just yeah we, we've been we've been kind of going on tour like doing radio radio interviews in Philly with Todd Herman's former Philadelphia Eagles, one of my partners. So we do, you know, we're doing the, the WMMR and the, you know, 97.5, like the you know, sports talk radio. We did an event last year, last week in Philly. So now we kind of have like the, you know, the, the marketing down, the branding down and, you know, and the momentum, you know, the more you speak about it, the more, you know, the more people, 
reach out to you and you know the word gets out there it's just you know you know it's just all momentum right it's just uh, once you once you have it you just kind of roll with it where do you see body check wellness in a few years well i'd like to take you know the the brand itself as far as we can go and even outside just like the hemp stuff or the cbd stuff like we, we want to be an all things wellness company so getting into just uh, hemp seeds right and then, you know outside the cbd just getting the hemp seeds so from the nutritional standpoint getting into textiles we used to, we started to produce some you know some some gear um, hemp gear through body check wellness um getting into brick and mortar i like to i'd like to think we'd have in, in the next uh, nine months have a brick and mortar body check whether it's body check wellness studios and integrating you know having like the storefront for the products but you know making it a hub for wellness and having it on site as a place people can go to to do yoga or having a place to educate and consult on these products and, and have brick and mortar too. So the other thing we're working on is, uh, I'm not sure you guys are familiar with, uh, in the sports world is the NF- NSF certification. And what is NSF certification for those that don't know? So it's a sports certification for any organ, you know, professional organization or collegiate um, organization. When they buy supplements for their players, these products have to be NSF certified. Otherwise, they would never buy them for their players. And, and all the NSF certification is, is it gives the, them comfort in buying these products for the, for their players that knowing that they're not going to fail a drug test, whether it's performance enhancing drugs. So like if you're just taking a supplement with protein, basically, well, most people will be like, okay, well, you're not going to fail a drug test with eating a protein supplement. Well, some of these companies formulate, you know, uh, a protein powders or supplements in the same line that they're, they're working with banned substances. So, you know, the cross-contamination, you know, we, there's been a couple of guys failing drug tests because of, of products that are supposed to be legal, that they were taking, you know, buying on their own. So uh, where I was going with it is that you know, with, with the hemp, the farm bill passing, now that opens up uh, this NSF certification to hemp products. So we want to try and be one of the first ones in there. So when, you know, say the Philadelphia Flyers or a sports organization is vetting products for their players, the, you know, on the, the NSF site would be, say, body check. So now we can buy a hemp-based product for our players that's not going to – we can guarantee that it's not going to fail a drug test on the, on the, uh, on the performance-enhancing drug side of things. Um, in the sports world, that's important, you know, because, you know, the players expect that the organization is looking out for their best interest. And if, if they're setting up with products that could potentially fail a drug test, well, that would be – you know, counter counterproductive. Uh, Riley, if you could imagine a product made of hemp, what would it be? I would just like to see all the plastics being replaced with hemp. Uh, I mean, to me, that would just be like just overnight change the game. So just from like simple plastics, whether it's straws, make them you know biodegradable, um, and then just selfishly from the in the hockey world, uh, since you know the, the the natural durable fiber of hemp is you know superior to synthetics, is like making a hockey stick out of hemp. You know, I think they're already doing stuff like that, you know, snowboards, skateboards, you know, the, the, the technology is there. It's just about scaling it and, you know, obviously it's tweaking, tweaking the technology. So, um, you know, for the, for the real life, real world problems, definitely replacing plastics. So, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, just get rid of the plastics. I mean, it's gotta go. It's, it's toxic. Uh, but then just in the hockey world coming from, you know, being in that space, uh, I'd like to see them lean on hemp products even even if it's for like their underwear stuff you know antimicrobial antibacterial remove MRSA some you know staph infection and right. i think you're going to see some of the equipments the fibers eventually um, you know incorporating hemp too can't wait to see it happen so if people want to get in touch with you how do they connect sure so uh, well bodycheckwellness.com so b o d y c h e k 
wellness.com. So that's our, our hemp-derived CBD product line. Athletesforcare.org, hemphealsfoundation.com, and then just uh, social media handles, uh, Riley Coyote, R-I-L-E-E-C-O-Y-O-T-E. That's both Twitter and Instagram, and then just uh, at Facebook, Riley Cote. Thank you very much, man. We really appreciate it. Everything you're doing is fantastic. Um, you know, leveraging your your star power, you know, in the right way and in a positive way and um, is, is super inspiring. And so, yeah, we're looking forward to keeping up and, and seeing you around at, uh, at events and things like that. Riley has dedicated his post-professional career to educating athletes in high-impact sports about the benefits of cannabis and hemp as a healthier alternative to prescription drugs. BodyCheck Wellness is well on its way to being an established brand, and we look forward to see how it evolves. So please check it out and remember to subscribe and share to the Hemp Entrepreneur Podcast. We are your weekly dose of hemp industry enlightenment, and we look forward to hearing from entrepreneurs in the future who are inspired by what they've heard.